911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. In today's episode, it was inspired by my brother, my good friend, Mr. Brian K. Bishop. <laughs> He's been on this show a few times, and him and I were bantering back and forth a little bit on Facebook. And typically, when I banter with people on Facebook, it's like some really loaded innuendo gifts that we send back and forth that only the two of us would understand. And in one of them, he had said, he had said, she loves me, she loves me not. And so I found a gift that had, you know, picking the little flowers, like love me, love me not. So I thought it was appropriate that we titled today's episode, You Love Me, But Are You In Love With Me? And I have a story to share. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I was talking with a really good friend of mine, and he was sharing with me how he's been married for a really long time. They got married when they were young. They have kids. They... they they did the whole family thing, right? And he's at this point in his life where he's starting to do some self-work. And he told me that he believes that his wife loves him, but he doesn't think that she's in love with him. So Clint, what would you say is the difference between in a situation like that, somebody who is in a marriage, who has love, but maybe not somebody who's in love with them? I really think about it as that relationship you have, we'll say with your parents compared to with your spouse, is you love your parents, you do anything for them, but you wouldn't have a romantic type of relationship with them, of course. Not only it's illegal, but it's something that <laughs> <laughs> it's it's something that is just kind of just not right. And, and so in any marriage, you, you get comfortable in the nature of you love that person. You do anything for them. But at the same time, you want to share that romantic, whether it's sexual, whether it's dating, whether it's, you name it, it goes, the list goes on and on with that. It's having this completely different type of love associated to it. When I tell people ask me all the time, how long have you been married to your husband? And they tell me all the time how lucky you are. And my reply to them always wants to be like, why do you think that? And it's usually these men who I don't even know who they are. And then they wind up in my DMs. And that's like the first thing that they say to me is like, your husband is so lucky. So I'm wondering from a male perspective, especially because we got we got married so young. And I think that's why people are so surprised when I tell them that, you know, in March, we've been married for 14 years. They're they're shocked that it's that long. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that we are still young and we've been married for so long. Like those two things combined is quite rare. So what are some of the the things that make you believe that I'm in love with you and not that I just love you? I I just know it's and, and for me I I feel I feel loved by you in a different way than anybody else in my entire life has ever shown to me whether it's it's coming home being genuinely interested in my day and providing that comfort that moral support that 
passion that you always give to me on every level that you can. So, and, and just going back to, because I know this individual is probably listening to this episode. So what what advice would you maybe give to this person to help to navigate through, is she in love with me or does she just love me? Have a conversation surrounding it. Talk about just your feelings in general. And, and something that I've uncovered in my own self-work is if you don't communicate it, you can have this story built up in your own head of whether that person's in love with you or not. But the truth is, is you don't really know unless you communicate with that person. Have that conversation. It's not an easy conversation to have, but just dropping hints and stuff like that, it can be helpful, but most of the time you're not always going to get the results that you would undoubtedly want if you close yourself off to having that conversation. Yeah, and I think that one of the most important aspects of this, and this is something that I bring up to a lot of people that I work with, is the simple question of what do you actually want? Because it is one thing to have that conversation with your partner, but it's another thing to expect them to give you answers that you don't even know the answers to yet. So I think getting clear on what is it that you actually want. So in a circumstance like this, if you feel like your spouse loves you, but they're not in love with you, the question would be, what would your spouse need to do or not do in order for you to feel like they're in love with you? Yeah, and it's it's one of those things. They don't know the expectation that's there based off of your own general idea of what that love relationship or that in love relationship is. They might not know that that's what you're expecting or you want. And so bringing it it to light will assist with that. Yeah. And I've gotten a lot of, a lot of backlash and I've also gotten a majority of people supporting the conversation around the topic of divorce. And I, in our Facebook group, I had shared that there are so many people who have gotten a divorce in these past several years. And it was such a hot topic to the extent of me making and designing a workbook around the question, should I stay or should I go? I'll drop that in the links down below. And I think that a lot of the times we wrestle with how we think a utopian relationship should look. And we validate that by what we see externally. And a lot of things that a lot of the time people don't understand that what we're seeing in terms of this utopian universe that exists in the relationship of other people is what they're posting online and people will post the top 1% of their life online and so what you're seeing is not necessarily what you're getting and i think when we understand that then we can understand that there there is not necessarily a utopia that exists things are never going to be perfect things are never going to be how they are in comparison to other people. And when we know that, we can start to create a roadmap of what we actually want things to look like in the dynamics of our own relationship. And the cool thing about that is you're allowed to change your mind. And I think that I know that that has been very impactful when I've shared it with people who are contemplating their whether or not to get divorced question on their own. We are not the same people that we once were, especially if you did get married at a young age, for example. And having that permission to change your mind 
doesn't necessarily mean like we're, we're calling it off right now. It means that there could be new non-negotiables that you carry into your relationship that if you can't create a compromise and have that dialect with your spouse and open that level of compromise up to where your non-negotiables are satisfied and theirs are too, then yeah, that could be a very, a very wise way to navigate through that question of should I stay or should I go? I think as a society, we, we look at outside influences on a regular basis. We look at it as, well, my life's not aligning like how that Hallmark movie is, so something must be wrong. Instead of bringing the real life factor into these conversations, I think it's something that we don't allow ourselves to be open to and we immediately close ourselves off and and decide to jump to the easy route of going our separate ways compared to figuring out what will make our love work. And I'm going to lovingly disagree with a little bit of what you just said because the I used to think that way too that like people who get divorced are taking the easy way out but I was talking to somebody and they were discussing living out the second half of their pie Mm -hmm. and how they wanted the second half of their pie to look in comparison to the way that the first half of their pie was eaten. And I think that it takes such a strong individual to come to the point of understanding that they've exhausted everything that they can to make their marriage something that is satisfying to them. And it's it just they're they can't get there. You know, and that could be for a multitude of reasons. And that's why in the workbook that I created, one of the principles there is to ask yourself whether or not you've earned your divorce. And that is a funny way to say it. But have you done everything that you possibly can, tried everything that you know to try, you know, sought out external resources in every capacity possible to where if you do decide to part ways, you can say with confidence that you tried everything that you could. Yeah, and I think you're absolutely right with that. And it's it all becomes clear through the eye of the beholder. So if you've done absolutely everything and anything you can and you've had those conversations and, and you understand that it's not going to continually improve, that is a very difficult decision that you have to arrive at. Yeah. And it it isn't easy. I think that's one of the hardest things that somebody can do. I know somebody who's going through a breakup right now, and this is the the third round for him. And it, it just seems like he feels defeated because he thought he had it right this time. And he is now understanding that he didn't. But with that has come this clarity in knowing exactly what it is that he wants and exactly what he doesn't want. And I think that is an empowering thing. I think that is something that somebody should actually wear as a a badge of honor because to have that type of clarity, especially if you're in a relationship that you might have felt a lack of self-worth in, which I know a lot of people struggle with, then it opens up life and opportunity in a way that is unparalleled when you're secure and you're confined in a relationship that you're not happy in. So I hope you have gotten some benefit from listening to today's episode. I hope that you can ask yourself that question. Are they in love with me or do they just love me? And 
what might need to change? What questions do you need to ask yourself? And what conversations do you need to have with your partner? And most importantly, know that you are not alone. And if this is something that you're going through right now, you can reach out to me on Facebook at Ashley Walton. And as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.